0: That's right. Welcome in. It is the Idaho Matt chat prep cast coming at you live on the Idahosports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, Twitter account, and the Idaho wrestling news Facebook page. Thank you so much for being with us. We are here to talk about the great sport of wrestling in the great state of Idaho every Tuesday night. 8 o'clock Mountain, 7 o'clock Pacific Time. As you're hanging out tonight, we'll introduce you to our panel of wrestling experts, of course. But as you're in the chat tonight, we want to hear from you, the fans. Where are you watching from tonight? Who are you repping? Is, if there's a uh, uh, an athlete, a coach, a team you want to give a shout-out to, throw it in the chat. We'll throw it up on the screen. And even if you've got a question or comment for us, uh, we want you to be part of the conversation and really steer the conversation. That's what this show is all about. Uh, So while you're hanging out tonight and you're thinking of something to say in the chat, if you could hit that like button and then share this when it's all over, that will also help everybody that's not able to be here live tonight. Find the replay a little easier amongst all the social media, yada, yada. So thank you for doing that. My name is Brandon Bainey. Let's introduce you to the panel tonight. First up from the Treasure Valley, Coach Al Fontes. Al, what's going on?
1: Not much. I uh, just got back. Uh, we were having a duel meet with Eagle and uh, it was a pretty good duel uh, when I left. So I'm not sure how, what the outcome is going to be. Cause I know Eagle has some tough uh, upper weight. So, but uh great crowd, uh, great, great environment.
0: I appreciate you leaving the duels early to come do the show out. Now I know where your true loyalties
1: lie. I almost forgot. <laughs>
0: No, Al has perfect attendance here on the Matt Chat PrepCast. Of course, couldn't miss. Uh, here's a guy that's got perfect attendance. If you count, you know, sometimes he's on camera, sometimes he's in the chat because he's always got to keep an eye on his one-year-old. It's Jacob Beck. What's up, Jacob?
2: How's it going, guys? Doing, good,
0: good. Doing good. You got the little guy occupied tonight? Last yeah, week, it was yeah. a toy truck. What do you got tonight?
2: Uh, It was his birthday, so he has a bunch of new toys, just new stuff. So oh, man. He's swimming in the good stuff right now.
0: That's awesome. What an exciting time. Uh, Our final panelist coming to us from East Idaho. It's Brian Sollinger. Brian, what's going on?
3: What's going on, guys? Hey, how's it going?
0: (laughs) Might as well show off that shirt you got there.
3: Yep, free Saxton Scott, right? (laughs) Let let the wrestlers wrestle.
0: (laughs) Of course, we chronicled this earlier in the season. Uh, Saxton Scott transferred schools, uh, and that is being... Uh, decided now by the governing body of Idaho high school athletics. And uh, hopefully soon Saxon's been just kind of competing unattached this year, but hopefully he'll be able to compete with his, his team soon enough. Um, All right. We've got lots of people in the chat already here. Where are you repping tonight? Travis says, go Sandpoint Bulldogs. Uh, Kether and Piper are here. Go Lewiston Bengals. North Idaho up two nothing, guys. Here's Ryan marr tonight watching from Middleton. Lynn says go Post Falls. Jacqueline Post Falls Trojans with the Hamilton Boys. Here's one. Destiny says go Moho Tigers. Mountain Home, love it. Um, let's see. Also here tonight, Jeffrey Clark representing the Blackfoot Broncos. Of course, Coach uh, Donovan Nieder. Go. Idaho Falls Tigers. Uh, Bridget says, "Happy birthday to your little one, Jacob."
2: (laughs) Thank you, thank you so much. (laughs)
0: Um, Hopefully,
2: Ryder's back soon. Yes, yeah.
0: We hope Ryder is doing okay for sure. Uh, Miria is here from New Plymouth. Go New Plymouth Pilgrims. Ray Jean, go Post Falls Trojans. Uh Ryan says, Go Idaho Sports Crew. Ryan Skaggs, our North Idaho uh broadcaster. Tom in the chat tonight, Century Diamondbacks, of course. Here's HA Haas. Hey, fellas. Uh uh Kendra is here. Go Thunder Ridge High School Girls. And Bruce Schultz is in the North Idaho Mountains. Go all Idaho High School Wrestlers. He's up in the whole state tonight. Uh, Brian, you've already gotten a couple of comments on that shirt as well. Amy says not fair to Saxton when others did similar moves and are getting to compete. That's the whole thing is um, it's kind of almost like the NCAA, right? There's no rhyme or reason to the, to who gets the green light and who doesn't.
3: Yep. Be nice to have some consistency for sure.
0: Yep. And Amy says, I love the shirt. My girl needs one. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. For sure. So All right. Well, uh, we do have to start the show tonight with a serious topic. We like to have fun here on the show, of course. But uh, in light of what happened this past weekend, we have to talk about uh, what happened at the Skyview duels, uh, specifically with a Skyview coach. Uh, This is a situation that developed as a a freshman from Nissa was competing. Uh, The video of the incident has been making the rounds on social media. uh, And essentially – Al just in the heat of the moment, this coach who is also a parent, right and so many coaches out there, double as parents, obviously. Um, but in the heat of the moment, uh, this coach from Skyview crossed the line, went into the into the arena, right went into the mat and and basically uh, you know put his hands on a high school athlete, which is unfortunate that it happened in the heat of a moment, but it's something that you just can't do
1: it's a very unfortunate situation. I wasn't there to witness it firsthand. Um, but I do know it's being dealt with, uh, at, at various levels. Um, and that's about basically all I want to say. I don't want to comment any further. Uh, that's all I know. So, um, yes.
0: Yes. And I know lots of people on social media are, uh, you know, uh, blowing, I don't want to say blowing up the spot, but, but, uh, basically trying to, uh, get this out here. And there's there's always two sides to a story. The video, of course, on its own looks bad, but uh, here's where we're going to be at with it. We're not going to comment too much on it because this is a process that's now being played out uh, between the school districts, right? The Nissa school district from Oregon, the Skyview school district, as well as the governing bodies of each of these states. Al, there was a situation we talked about earlier this year where a parent came down from the stands and um, assaulted you, right? Put their hands on you now. At that time, we didn't say who it was because there's a process that this goes through, uh, where your school, Rocky Mountain, and the other person's school they are you know involved. And so, as the process plays out, we're not going to name specifics or comment on it too much. And ultimately, whatever the findings are, I think we'll tell the story.
1: Yes, so uh,
0: Jacob, it is unfortunate because uh people that know this coach and i i don't know this coach i don't know anybody that's involved in this but um you know we hear that uh he's he's a great guy good coach but at the same time you know just for a a moment i think that competitor came out right and when you when you cross over into being a coach that's a line that you cannot cross and so it is unfortunate that this occurred
2: there's i don't know all i know is exactly what i saw on Social media and what's been put out there, and
1: so I do coach with him. He's a great man, great person, great person in the community, family man. Um, It's just, it's just, it's a circumstance we don't want to see. It's very unfortunate, but uh, I didn't see this one coming. But just let the process play out. Uh, It's just one of those rough situations to where sometimes emotions take in and uh, yeah it's not good
0: yep and Brian we're in no way condoning what happened right but when yep. you are in a high profile position as a coach and that spotlight is on you um you you have to be perfect at times we, we we see it in other sports and and it's unfortunate that this happened this way
3: you do you do and and i'm sure you know this is a this coach father was somebody i was a college teammate of mine actually and mm-hmm. uh, you know so i've known him for 20 plus years, and uh, I, I'm sure I, you can see in the video he feels, you know, emotion takes over sometimes, and the, that's not an excuse, it should never happen, but, uh, you know, in our sport we try to focus on the positive, so we'll let the officials take care of this, and, uh, you know, I, it's not going to happen again, and hopefully this gentleman's able to stay involved in the sport, but perhaps not on the next to the mat for a little while. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would be. I would be surprised if he was, uh, yeah. you know, coaching again for sure. Um, and and just to everybody on social media, because everybody's got their opinion and want to chime in. Let's just remember, uh, if you weren't directly involved with the situation, it's probably okay to just sit back and not spout your opinion one way or the other um, and just let the process play out. I've seen, I've seen it on both sides today already on social media, just in the short time that I was on checking. So, um, you know, when in doubt, you know, maybe just sit back and, and let's see how this thing plays out. But uh, for sure. All right, well, let's move on guys uh, to the best thing that we saw from the week. That was, we always like to highlight, uh, what happened in the past week? There were some big invitationals, Tiger Grizz, of course, the Clearwater Classic in Lewiston. Uh, Al, I'll start with you. What was the best thing that you saw from the past week?
1: Um, I wasn't there, but I, I saw some of the matches and videos. It just seems like the Tiger Grizz, the finals, there were so many good, solid kids there, I mean, from top to bottom. I believe it was uh, in the boys' division, was it uh, Hudson Rogers who was O.W.? I believe he was O.W., but there were so many kids that were right there that were, I mean, could have been O.W. So great competition there, considering that I think 30, almost a third of the teams, uh, the wrestlers that place were from out of state. So it seemed like the competition was up this year. I mean, I'm not sure, Brian.
3: Yeah, I think, you know, definitely in some of those weights, the top end you had, you know, in in one of those weights, I think we had four All-Americans, you know, national Mm -hmm. champion, All-Americans in the weight. So. I think the top end Westlake uh strength in the field this year. That was fun to see Westlake and Brady mm-hmm.
0: go head to head.
1: Yeah. I just call out the spirit of competition. It just it was great wrestling
0: from what I was able to observe. Yep. It was good. Uh Jacob, what was the best thing you saw from the past week? Uh Fulmer and Mac
2: getting going four for four Tiger Grace. My guy Coulter getting number two hundred at Tiger Grays. And then really the finals. The finals are fun. Like there are some kids out there just scrapping. Like, it's just fun to watch them. kids just, like, you know, like when you see finals, sometimes everybody wrestles a little bit in a ball. Those guys, they're like, all right, Brian got the pyrotechnics up. They had the Jumbotron going. It, it was going. So they came out ready to fight. It was
3: good. I liked it.
0: Yeah. Tiger Grizz is always a good atmosphere for sure, Brian. Uh, what was the best thing you saw from the past week?
3: Man, I can't believe Jacob stole both of my Thunders. I had one A, Mauger, and Fulmer being four-time Tiger Grizz, which is, you know, impressive. I think Kale Sanderson's the last one I, I know of that did that. So to have two in one years was amazing. And my backup plan was uh, Coulter Burton's 200 wins, and he stole them both in one. So I'm just going to say great week of wrestling altogether. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and yeah. I, got two, I got two things. Remember last week when I told you uh, Rocky uh, Mountains, Cale Bullock was going to reach 100? He's now up to about 100, 203 wins uh, right now. So he finally uh, reached the Century Club.
0: Awesome. I saw Brecken Brecken Searle from Skyline mm-hmm. got over 100, which is uh, great to see also. Yeah, I was going to say Colton Burton. Um, and I, and I got yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Crew Searle. Breckin Searle, different sport, different athlete.
1: So <laughs> yeah. this is to Brian and Jacob. Where did Tiger Grizz come from? Was it two schools working together and it was their mascot? Or what's the origins of
3: that name? That That's exactly what it is. Okay. Uh, I, I Falls High School is Tigers, Skyline High School is the Grizzlies. They're in the same district, you know, bordering each other. I mean okay. it's, so that's where it came from. Okay. And they do it in multiple sports. There's a tiger grizz track meet, you know, football's no, a little different. They have the emotion bowl, but that's where it came from. Okay, cool. I was I figured that was the case.
0: Al, the football teams share uh, a football facility ravston stadium and the winner okay. of the annual emotion bowl uh, gets to paint the goalposts their school color and they stay nice. that way until the next game so, so
1: what color is it going to be this year brian <laughs> <laughs>
3: blue always blue
0: <laughs> it's it's been blue uh most of the time lately i say
3: <laughs> for sure
0: um yeah i was going to say Coulter burton crossing 200 uh, Tom says the same thing. Huge shout out to Coulter Burton and his accomplishment at Tiger. That's
1: incredible. Racing. 200 wins. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's it, just hard it's to like wrap the head around for sure. 207
1: and like seven or something. Wow. That's incredible. Well, he's yep. put in the time. Hard worker.
0: Yep. Uh, we're getting some more uh in the in the chat here. Uh of the best things that everyone saw from the past week. Ryan Skag says, How about Hoyt Haas finishing undefeated in his career at the Clearwater Classic? 4 and0 Uh at the home venue at Lewiston High School. Always nice to defend that home floor, Brian.
3: Absolutely. Good wrestling took place up north, too. I see a comment in in that you had many multiple tournaments that we'll get into, but that's congrats to Boyd. That's pretty awesome to to win any tournament four times in a row.
0: Yep, for sure. Uh, Here's a good good bit of news, guys, from up north in Post Falls. Lynn says uh, Trey Smith is doing better. He got the staples out of his knee yesterday, one day at a time. Still on antibiotics for a bit, but can't wait to see him back on the mat. Since the last mat chat that we did, um, you know, basically confirming what we thought, Trey Smith's season is over. He'll just try to rehab and, and heal up that knee. You know, those infections are are nasty, and you got to take care of those, um, especially when they're right by joints. So uh, we wish Trey the best in his recovery, and we, we can't wait to see him back on the mat here uh, in the offseason and, and next school year as well. Here's Jose. Shout out Wesley Hodges of Moho Mountain Home, taking out the 4A number one seed at 195 at Tiger Grizz. Down 5-0, came back to win at 6-5. Did you see this one, Jacob?
2: I didn't watch that one, but I I click on all the little bubbles because some of the flow feeds are a little sketchy at times. You can watch the replays pretty good, but some of the live ones, I was a little – I was texting mine, come on. But uh, (laughs) there's some good ones. I used the match app group
0: chat one time maybe twice yeah as 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 somebody who's in the business of live streaming lots of events at idaho sports hey man sometimes technology just (laughs) doesn't want to cooperate and you just got to be patient with it for sure uh i i totally get that for sure um, let's see. Melody says, how about Josie Newby from grace winning in at Tiger Grizz heck of a match. Yeah. You know, we talk about this grace program a lot, Brian, and of course, yeah. uh, coach James Newby and Hans Newby on the boy's side, but how about Josie on the girl's side as well?
3: Yeah, that was, that was an impressive final match with uh, Zoe Ortiz of Bonneville. Who's won a lot of tournaments in a row. And, um, it was a great finals matchup. One of, one of the best girls matches of the night for sure came down to the wire and Props to Josie. She is solid and dad has taught her well. And mom, mom helps there too. So mom and dad have taught her well. So, so
1: Grace is a what? A 1A school? 1A? Yes, 1A. So, I mean, you're talking, they've had some pretty good wrestlers for the amount of kids that got there. That's incredible.
0: Yeah. Yep. Cobra Skinner says, great showing by the Grizz Grizzlies. Only 1A team at Tiger Grizz. Way to go, Josie Newby for taking the 132 title for sure uh jack says and he was talking about what jose said best match last week at tiger grizz 195 wesley hodges from moho versus preston saunter cranny from minico 6-5 win wesley's been after that win forever al this is what we love about wrestling where a kid has has gotten so close and can taste it and they finally climb that mountain and get over it
1: no it's just it's incredible to watch but you know you know, we got state rankings and we got tournament results going back and forth. But, man, when it comes to states, some kids at the end peak at the right time. And that's the name of the game. It's peaking at the right time or just gaining that confidence. Sometimes with these kids winning those matches, it puts them on a whole mental trajectory where you just they just go from there. And next thing you know, they're just at a different level. So it's yeah. great to see. It's good for, for sh- wrestling.
0: For sure. Uh, Ryan Skaggs, Lapoy Wildcats had a duel with the Asotin Panthers from Washington, two programs that just started wrestling again in the last two years. Hey, we love to see the expansion of the sport, Jacob.
2: Yeah, we gotta love to see that. I mean, should live stream the duel. Ryan should have went there, got on the mic, put it out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, good come stuff. on, get
2: some good content. <laughs> come
0: on, Ryan, come on. where were you at? This I is a bit. That one. And this is a big week for Lapway, of course. I I don't talk about that other winter sport, but, um, you Case know, why not? Yeah, Case Why Not is six points away from the all time scoring record for Idaho boys basketball, which is pretty cool. So just I tune just in give to the other
2: chats out. every now and then. I pay yes. attention.
0: And, and by the way, IdahoSports.com will be broadcasting that game live on Thursday. So if you want to see history on the court, uh, you can tune in on IdahoSports.com for free. Uh, Zach says, "Don't forget Tucker Bowen. He notched 150 career wins this weekend." Al, wow,
1: that's impressive! Outstanding. Another kid that puts in the time in the off season.
0: Yes, and Saxton Scott won his 100th match this weekend as well at Tiger wow. Grace. So all sorts and of. And he's careers.
1: what? He's a junior, so he's you know he's got 150 potential too. Yep. Wow.
0: Yeah. Really fun. Um okay, we got a request from Amy, our Magic Valley resident. She says, "Hey, you know there was <laughs> wrestling in other parts of the state. Yes, Gooding was hosting uh the Gooding Duels. And so Charles says that the Gooding Duels at 138, we should have seen Thomas uh from Glens Ferry and uh Googleman from American Falls, both number ones in there. Unfortunately, American Falls backed out on that duel. Is that common?" Uh Al, sometimes with the schedule, I, I've, I've heard it in the past of teams that put together the schedule not realizing that they've met their commitment. You can only fill X amount of dates on your schedule. And sometimes you can overbook yourself without realizing.
1: It happens. It happens. I mean, like this year, we had some snow days and we missed a dual meet. Like tonight's dual meet we had with Eagle was a makeup because we got canceled last week. So, but no, it happens.
0: And that's easier for you guys to pull off in the treasure Valley. You don't have, you don't ever have to drive anywhere more than 20 minutes over in, over in East Idaho. You know, you gotta, you gotta go you a got little got a further. Two
1: hour, two hour drive. Yeah. I understand that <laughs> yeah. we're 40 minutes away from anywhere in the treasure Valley.
0: Yep. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yes, uh, we would love to hear more from the gooding duels from our magic Valley folks. So uh, I, I know okay. I
2: and watched Mackenzie versus Brunson run it back one time. That was a good match. Yeah. Brunson got a little bit, got his he got his get back, so it's good to watch. And then Buell trying to make everybody eat a little bit of crow, taking out Fruitland. So <laughs> it'll be interesting a couple weeks from now. Yeah.
0: Huh? Yeah, Jacob, can I get your opinion on this 3A race? Because we've got South Fremont, we've got Buell, we've got Fruitland, and we just. We haven't seen a lot of them go up against each other. They've all kind of been off doing their own things this year. So for me, it's really hard to gauge how this 3A race is going to go.
2: It's tough to, like, I I picked for them in the beginning, and then they go to Raleigh, lose it by half a point. But then it's hard to gauge because you don't get no Buell there. You didn't get South and South and two of their best, three of their best guys. But it's going to come down to kind of the same thing, numbers. Who has a lot of twos that are going to score a lot of points? And who's healthy? That's that's huge.
1: Yeah, like, It's a different mathematical equation. Like that duel, it happens all the time. Teams lose duels constantly. You never
2: know with some sort of matchups, and then they get a state tournament. And, you know, yeah. The whole game changes. <laughs> Meridian goes and, well, I don't even know what place they took it. Uh, Raleigh. And, uh, they took ten, Chris. but if you
1: they took ten, you, mean, like, you add their two studs, right? Yeah, and like that's, it, that's it, up so to the matches. They could have scored another what seventy points or whatever. That would yeah. put them right there. Yeah,
2: that what happens constantly. And then Minico. What would Minico do if you could have scored everybody that they have? They show up with an army plus ten more. So it's just. It's going to be tough. It's going to be what happens district and who takes who and what and how many. That's a big thing. Once you get to state, everybody counts. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. We we're probably going to take 30 kids, 29 kids from their district. Something like that. They're going to be a lot. It's who's healthy and who gets what spot. It's big time.
0: Minico, Minico will do okay because they're in a big 17 district, and but they you know the the bottom of the district is not as strong as you know jerome minico at the top and so yeah minico's good they have more representation coming from a 17 district uh and then they get all those kids through and so that's why minico's always got that strength in numbers it, it's a nice spot that they're in uh for sure uh more shout outs here ray Jean. How about tyson barnhart from post falls won the 145 and ot against the utah kid in the finals of tiger grizz a nail biter brian
3: yeah. Yeah. It's, it was a great finals match and, and Barnhart to beat the, I think it was fish from Westlake. I mean, fish is solid. He took out, you know, Nider, the returning Tiger Grizz champion the, the round before that, which was, you know, I was surprised. It looked like Nider was in control of the match. So props to Barnhart for pulling that out because the fish kit is solid.
0: Yep. And just a little further up the weight scale, Blandford, the one hundred and sixty champion at Tiger Grizz two time runner up the last two years. Finally broke through with the win, which is always great to see as well. He uh, Des, oh, go ahead. No, he was
3: dominant. Blanford was dominant, pretty much pinned and teched his way to the finals and had a major in the finals. So it was a great tournament for Blanford.
0: Yep. Uh, so. okay. Uh, Michaela Smith at 114, winning her first Tiger Grizz, and also only seven wins away from the Century Club as a junior. Uh, she will be the first female wrestler to hit 100 wins for for that school history out
1: that's awesome that's great yeah, i've seen her compete i know what uh, she's a one or two time state placer right so uh she's she's put in the time talented yes so i got a question um going back to the tiger grizz i mean over i think it was around 33 just a third of the placers from out of state is this the norm, or, I mean, is there more out-of-state teams this year in the
3: past, or are they traditionally bringing a lot of out-of-state? Um, you know, I think there's, it, it's it's the norm. Like, uh, for during the 90s, Wasatch would bring a team back when the Sanderson's were there. Uh, mm-hmm. Wasatch won it three or four years in a row, I think. Okay. Star Valley, Wyoming's always come, Evanston. Uh, you know, some of the better programs from both Utah and Wyoming. Usually there's a few Nevada schools. So actually this year we didn't have any Nevada schools, which was the first time in a while. So it's pretty normal to have that many out of schools. No, yeah, it, it just seems like
1: the level was, you know, you're looking at Raleigh and you're looking at this, and it seemed like some of the placers, it was pretty close. I mean, I mean, there's some darn good kids in the in the metal matches.
2: Yep. It almost felt down out of state. You didn't get no Green River, yeah, uh Fox Elder. Like mm-hmm. there, there was a handful of Utah schools that, I mean, even maybe a Montana or two sneak down. Nevada is usually mm-hmm. come to bring something. Is good. There's some. There's some good kids. There's yeah. some good third, fourth place matches. Like yeah. kids that, <laughs> kids <laughs> that wrestled at Fargo. And, yeah. You know, they're all Americans. All Americans at Fargo are national champs.
3: They wrestled yeah. for third. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you have Banton Scott in a third place match. Yeah. You don't see that very often.
1: <laughs> yeah, 120s, right? And yeah. second. Yeah. It's three All Americans right there. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. So tell me a little
1: bit, bit about the Bat- Sean Wall Packer match. That looked like it was a good match, huh? Three to one. It was a tight
3: match. And, and all right,
1: Brian, we have to get your
3: <laughs> rep in this. <laughs> <laughs> You know, live, live that was so hard to see, you know, and the lights from where I was at. So I really have no opinion. And then the video is even worse. So I honestly, that, that's a tough call. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it would have been fun to see I've it go to overtime. I've yeah. watched this
2: three times. I was ready for you tonight. I knew it was going to come <laughs> up. <laughs> Did okay, I I don't – I thought back there would win. i give you eyes picking And in a cradle,
3: mm-hmm. put him on a hip. Two or no? Two.
2: It depends on what angle. Like, I'm with you. <laughs> In live, I sat right behind. Did he hit a right hip? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. sat right behind South. Did he hit a hip? I don't know. But yeah. then I watched the South feed from above. Uh-huh. Did he hit a hip? And I, yeah. That's a rough that, one. I just want to. Yeah, that.
3: it makes it crazy. That's. You know, it'd be so hard to have replay in high school wrestling just because you usually don't have the cameras there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's that's helped college wrestling so much. I think the last few years is having replay on on calls just like that. I mean, it's a sport you teach your kids don't let it get close enough. The referee decides it, but you get high level matches like that, and it's just it's bound to happen. Nothing you can do about it. So,
2: so it just that's a yeah. bad
3: bad rule in a sense.
2: Like it's the rule, but in that yeah. moment was that right? Joke.
1: Like, there's yeah. so it's one of those judgments where, yeah, thing it wasn't
2: you, right?
1: You're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like those matches. So, looking at the girls, Tiger Grizz, that Star Valley team of Wyoming, they won it. It looked like it won it by 29 points, but Thunder Ridge, I mean,
3: Yep. and they're doing pretty good this year. They um, are, they're be they're tough deep. To beat. they are, they're super deep in every weight. I mean, you know, the 100 you had on all Thunder Ridge finals, um, yeah which was another, you know, upset of the night. Taylor Brown goes down to her, her JV in the finals. And I know she was a little injured, but yeah, Thunder Ridge is solid. I'm looking forward. Skyline is going over to duel them. It wasn't on the schedule before the season, but they're going to duel them Thursday night. Um, and that, that should be, you know, tell us a lot about the state girls race.
1: Yeah. Now, it's gonna it's, be. now you're starting to see the gap uh, at the women's um, girls division where the matches are getting tighter and closer and, more competitive uh uh you know throughout the tournament this is great to see yeah
0: more film more times you're matching up with people more adjustments you can make it's yeah it is growing for sure it's it's nice to see uh speaking of girls wrestling muria says to a new plymouth tied for third place at the clearwater classic with only three girls (laughs)
3: Brian, that's, you ever seen this before? That's, that's super impressive. You know, three girls and they're great. It's, uh, you know, and, and I not coming back to Tiger Grizz every time, but similar thing with Buell. I mean, Buell brought like three girls to Tiger Grizz and two of them are the champ in the, you know, champions. So are in the championship. So, uh, that's pretty impressive for new Plymouth to <laughs> take third place with only, only three. So, and who won <laughs> the who won the Clearwater girls? Wasn't it Lewiston over Shaney?
1: I think I, I think Lewiston may have won it. Yes. No, it's 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 great to see. It's really great to see.
0: Uh, let's see. Amy says Colin Robinson went over 150 career wins in Nevada last week. Another one crossing. Nice.
1: Congratulations.
0: One yes. Um, guys, I'm taking a I'm taking a little heat in the chat here with with my basketball comments here. Baney again with the B ball. <laughs> Uh, and then Bruce says, I need to go to church twice this Sunday for bringing up that other sport. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, we were weighing in on that 3A race. Tom is a 4A guy from Century, but his two cents, Buell wins 3A at state. Uh, we did our, our season picks, I've still got those in the vault, guys. I'll bring them out at the end of the season, see how right we were on our predictions. I picked Buell. When we were going down the three A yeah. list, so we'll see. Buell
3: losing,
2: uh, Zenity—that's
3: big one. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah, yeah. for that's sure. Right. Yep. Yeah, because it's going to come down to death, uh, you know. And that was the difference, with Fruitland and Buell this week. It's a dual tournament is what it is, but you get to a, a tournament where you can have two kids at each weight class. Um, you know, it makes a difference for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, we were talking about earlier. Uh, you know googleman from american falls and you know what happened at that matchup in gooding so in the chat uh we heard that googleman is battling some concussion problems that's what zach uh says in the chat so hey we totally understand that um the original uh poster charles says my bad um the match didn't happen still uh and then we had a follow-up um that the match just didn't happen which is fine Uh, brian i guess in the moment you know if if you're making a a a split second decision about should this kid wrestle or not you don't always have somebody to pull up to to replace that spot with right sometimes you just have to concede the match
3: yeah you got to roll with what you got there and and coaches make strategic decisions on matchups uh you know that's why they flip the disc at the beginning of the match so one team has choice to who to send out and Uh, you know, I don't know if it was for strategy or or why not, but yeah, it's on the fly sometimes and it just happens.
0: Yep. Um, okay. Uh, Tom says, Brian Spring Creek, uh, Nevada, were they there at Tiger Grizz? Yeah.
3: I, I didn't see them. They usually are. That's the Nevada school. that's usually there. And I don't remember seeing anybody from Spring Creek there. They They weren't, they weren't in the top 10. Yeah. Okay
0: uh ryan Skag says jackson nantel in the chat an absolute hammer for the jacks that's the st mary's lumberjacks that st mary's team has some dudes and is on a tear right now definitely could take home some hardware at state ryan it sounds like you're auditioning for the role of a 3a 2a 1a correspondent we had the request in the chat can we get a little more hey you guys are awesome but i think you need to add some 3a 2a 1a panelists guys Al, can, can you break down for me what's been the most impressive 2A1A team that you've seen so far this year? Could be either or.
1: I have to ask all the questions. I'll help yeah, you out when it, you're ready, with Al. <laughs> I don't have an answer right now. It's still up Black. in
3: the air. It's not like when Rare and Newport. It's, it's on your hat there. Big M. Yeah. Big M. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's malad right? That's that's who I picked in the preseason to win the two A championship. Yeah. malad just has they they've got that rare combination, Jacob, it seems like of of, of hammers in the lineup, yeah. but then good depth to fill in behind it.
2: Yeah, they have a lot of kids for a two A school. They have a full lineup plus some plus they got dudes, they're gonna win it. And maybe there's at least one that's gonna <laughs> bonus their way through it. I just saying like they should get bonus points in one thirty eight for the entire tournament.
0: Yeah, yep. it's gonna be hard
2: to beat them. Like Kellogg yeah. should send a whole grip down, but do they have every weight plus them? Plymouth Ryrie. Ryrie wins it on depth. Why well, it's
3: crazy this year, though. Yeah. Now, how do they do that district? So Milad is two A. Uh, is West Side one A? West Side is one A, right?
0: No, West Side's a two A.
3: Are they two A as well? Because yeah. I, I mean, you know, right, right next to Milad, I think Westside's gonna be in the mix this year. At least their upper end, their six-pounder, their 60-pounder, and their heavyweight are both you know, right there in the mix. So West Side could make some noise. That's a team that we you don't mention a whole lot, but they've got some hammers there. And, and you already mentioned uh, Ryrie, but North Fremont always has a solid team as well. Uh, they're going to be pulling a few kids through. Their problem will be districts getting beat up with Ryrie there, and, and West J and Chalice have some kids at weight. So it'll be fun to watch that race for sure.
0: Yep, Zach says two A. It's Malad, and it isn't close. <laughs> Everybody just remember in the preseason who picked Malad. Me and Brian. Brian That's stole it. it. I was gonna pick <laughs> Malad, and then Brian. It will be. Lead me to it, but yes, and and you know, yeah, it's it's ryrie I I do agree. I think West Side has some sleeper potential. Uh, you know, up north is it Kellogg? St. Mary's is going to yeah. take take some of those numbers from Kellogg too, though. And let's not forget about Priest River. I think Priest River is going to eat into those numbers a little bit from Kellogg also. So from the north, I just don't know that there's going to be any team that comes down that has enough to to really challenge for the title. You know, maybe you know top. Five finish or something, but and then over in the Treasure Valley, you know, New Plymouth is still kind of the gold standard when it comes to two A one A wrestling. Yeah,
3: yeah. I think Kellogg won the tournament they were at this week. What were they at? They were at the. Were they at Cl- Clearwater? No, they. Uh,
0: no. Yeah,
3: they, I thought they won whatever tournament they were at this week too. Um,
0: yeah, they didn't go. No, they, they were
3: second t- behind Quarter Lane at the Clearwater Classic.
0: Yeah. So, okay.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, because it was Quarter uh, Lane two fourteen Kellogg second at one seventy seven. Yeah, so know. you know,
3: like Brian said, for two way school, I mean, that's they placed ahead the of Lewiston this week up there. Mm-hmm. So that's that's an impressive showing. So Kellogg could definitely make some noise.
1: And New Plymouth was ninth. Yeah. So wow.
0: Yep. Uh, so uh, John wants to know: Will Tiger Grizz be at the Mountain America Center next year, Brian? So
3: they are, um, negotiating with the mountain America center and that's, uh, I don't know, how, I don't want to say likely, but it's definitely, they're working on that now. And that's, that's kind of the plan is to move it to the mountain America center next year, which would be great. Uh, you know, sim- not quite as large as the Idaho center, but as far as mat space, it's pretty close. We get to, you know, 10 to 12 mats on the floor there. Um, seating is good and all in one room rather than the split gyms like it is at Skyline. So that's the plan.
0: Okay, interesting. We'll Yeah, keep
3: them, we'll keep we had to, probably be able to add it, you know, 15, 20 teams if that's the case and get them up to closer to 50 teams. So it would be a big deal if we get it.
1: How many mats can they put on the floor?
3: Uh, we're thinking 12. They were going to go wow. measure it and make sure, but they're thinking we get 12 in there.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> cool. I'm excited to see that in action for sure. Um, Alfonso wants to know, hey, Al, where's your 70s mustache? <laughs> You're missing out. You're the only clean-shaven guy in the group.
1: <laughs> I used to have the '80s mustache, but uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. We talked. We talked about the Lewiston girls winning the Clearwater Classic. Ha says the newest hidden gem of Idaho one outstanding wrestler and let her team to the team title at the Clearwater Classic, Jolie Slider and Lewiston Girls Wrestling. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Also, shout out to the Blackfoot girls. Kayla says Blackfoot had two girls in the finals at Tiger Grizz. Also, keeping an eye on Blackfoot for sure. So, yes, Al, it just published earlier today, your latest Hidden Gems of Idaho series. You went one-on-one with Jolie Slider from Lewiston. That was a really fun read.
1: Yeah. Great kid, great family, a hard worker. Uh, you know, we've talked about the importance of embracing the process, uh, not the wins and losses. And she's definitely, uh, you know, one of those type of kids that her trajectory is, is up there. And I wish her the best great kid. Uh, you know, once again, another honor student, you know, 4.0 student, you know, uh, going to be in an honor society. Um, She's great. It was it was an honor to write about her. So. Yeah.
0: Everybody should go. It's uh on the top of the homepage at idahosports.com. That leads us into our Match Chat Prepcast Wrestler of the Week. We choose one amongst all the men, all the women that are wrestling throughout the week of competition and we kind of all debate in our little group chat. We go back and forth and uh, I think we had a really good selection this week for our uh Idaho Matchat Prep Cast wrestler of the week. It's Elise Twait from Meridian High School, the junior Al. She was the outstanding wrestler at Tiger Grizz.
1: No, I mean this is our third year in the sport of wrestling. Um, just some highlights from she comes from a great family. I know her father, Brian, great guy. Uh, I've talked to him a lot. I think he's a former wrestler wrestling in college at North Dakota state. Some uh, I believe this is the case uh, last year when she won state along with her brother uh, Isaiah, I think it was the first time brother and sister had won a state title in the same season. And also her older other older brothers, Matt and Caleb were all in the state finals as well. So great family. Uh, She's a 4.0 student taking advanced placement courses um, I think the best is yet to come with her. Great, great athlete.
0: And, well, of course, we always put up the uh, academic accolades and the wrestling wrestling accolades, 4.0 GPA. Ryan, this is no just, you know, thing, though. a lot of college prep and AP classes, which are, you know, you get enough of those done. I've seen some kids that, like, go to college and they've already got their associate's degree. It's crazy. Yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. It seems to be a trend here, too, on, you know, these outstanding wrestlers that we're choosing in the uh, I don't, the Hidden Gem articles that Al's doing, it seems to be a trend with these upper echelon wrestlers that they have great GPAs. They're good in all areas. You know, we read about the leadership skills. Elise exemplifies that. And it's pretty cool to see. Yeah.
1: No, I agree. Every kid I've written about has been on the honor roll. Over 50% have been honor society. So it's impressive. I mean, what's the probability of that being a great student athlete, great in their community. This is awesome.
0: Yep. So congratulations to Elise Twaite from Meridian, the 152 pound junior, our match at prep cast wrestler of the week. This picture is from last year, uh, at the, the walk of champions. Um, she, she won it over, uh, over uh Ms. weight from Boise High. It was a good matchup last year in the finals, Al.
1: Yep, I agree. No, great, great choice. I wish her the best of luck. Hard worker I I mean I've seen her train uh you know in the summer at the best on best in some of the other areas. So I wish her the best.
0: Yep. Uh AJ says, Congrats, Elise. Gotta love those tweets. Definitely. Um, more highlights from last week. Uh HA also says Kellogg is a tough team. We saw that at the Clearwater Classic. Mm-hmm. Sandpoint uh, went out of state. They went to Thompson Falls, Montana, and they won the team title at Ted Cato this weekend. It's a big no, they did, time. and
1: uh, they had a couple champions. I think uh, Cheryl was one of their champions, and a few other kids uh, um, I think were in the finals. But overall, they uh, did a great job there.
0: Yeah, really fun. Anthony says, Coy Kaufman uh, had a good weekend beating Aiken, Robinson, and Morris. Good good uh, look for the Fruitland Grizzly there, Jacob.
2: And good look for uh, the panel of rankers, just saying. He was number one and you took out. <laughs> don't, get a tweet, don't, don't get a hit that too often. So. <laughs> he wrestled good. I watched, looked at, that was one of the, the weights I was watching over there. There's a couple of weights 32 seeing a couple guys come back, 95. Let's see, there's a couple matchups there in 38, all those guys. But they're close. Like, all those matches are close. So you never know what's going to happen soon. Yep. Um, but he looked be- great.
0: I was stud for sure. Yeah. We, and we, we, you know, we all chip in on these rankings, Brian, and it is, it, we do it for fun. Right. But it also, you know, it gets the conversation about, but for these kids too, it can be yeah. a really big motivator. Get that yeah. chip on the shoulder. It,
3: it can. I heard from, you know, a few parents this week, that exact thing. Hey, my kid just beat this kid. Like, he should be moving up in the rankings or, or whatever, you know, he's using it for fuel right now. Cause he's not where he thinks he should be. So it's funny to see. And you know, they really mean nothing. Obviously that's the great thing about the sport. We're not relying on a poll or, uh, you know, to see who goes where, but they're fun to watch. And uh, if it's giving kids motivation, that's great.
0: Yeah. I think that's awesome. And I think it shows how, um, how talented the state of Idaho is that there is so much fluctuation between the different weight classes. Um, Just because you're number six one week, you might be number three the next. Uh, Rebecca says Gabe Finley beat last week's projected number one in that 195 3A. So Wendell Trojan there, right? Uh, Or is that Buell? Buell. Buell, okay. There's Finley's at Wendell too. I always get it mixed up. (laughs) But that's a nice job too there um okay question from Corey: aren't there some Barzies at west side the answer is yes there's Barzies is there is there a sport happening at west side brian there's probably a barzy involved
3: yeah absolutely and some good ones this year you know the six pounder i, I think it's is it colter or colton no uh yeah colter colter barley should be one of the favorites there so there's definitely Barzies there
0: yep for sure uh, let's see. Jack says, I love seeing girls wrestling grow, but Tiger Grizz is getting way too congested. How about girls move across the street to Eagle Rock Middle School, at least for the first day? Brian, I think that's, you know, as, as Tiger Grizz grows, and it grows on the girls' side too, that is something we'll have to consider. You know, what do we do with that?
3: It, it is, and that's, that's exactly one of the discussions that we're had. And, you know, Tiger Grizz is unique because they have a second-chance tournament. So those kids that are out the first day um, get in another tournament. And so we've looked about moving that over to Eagle Rock to, to free up some stuff. If we get them out in America center next year, that will take care of all those, those issues. Um, but, but he's absolutely right. It gets tied in there and make it able to have more schools. If we did move either the second chance across the street to Eagle Rock, or we get them out in America center. Yeah.
1: So I, I got a question for the panel. I mean, I, um... women's girls wrestling is growing exponentially right you know we're upwards of over 800 girls that have qualified they're sanctioned with the boys does anyone know what it's going to take for girls to be separately sanctioned i mean we're going to reach a point where they're going to have to have you know paid coaches to be the girls pro i mean it's getting to that point now where it's getting big enough to where we may have to have you know uh you know, designated coaches for the girls and the boys, et cetera. Not that we'd split in tournaments, but it's growing at that point. What's it going to take to be sanctioned separately? Do you know, is there a number? Have you heard anything?
0: I will say when I was in a meeting with uh, some IHSAA officials, this was way back in like July before the school year started. They said, and it wasn't anything about, it was just about, splitting the girls wrestling up by classification right a 5a a 4a a 3a bracket and they said hey look there's no magic number here that we're looking at we just want to see continued growth and more and more growth Mm -hmm. um but that being said my sneaking suspicion is they want to see they want to see that 1000 number first before any sort of change happens that's just my gut feeling but they officially they have said There's not a specific number we're looking for. Mm -hmm. It's just more about continued growth.
1: Well, we're going to reach that thousand. I mean, we're on that trajectory sooner than later.
0: Yep. So that's what, uh, I mean, that's what I think we're at. But yes, I think eventually it's going to have to be its own separate entity and we'll break it up by classifications. And you're right, Al, everyone will have to have a dedicated women's coach Mm -hmm. for sure because i know at
1: rocky i mean our room's so big and if we were to grow as big as thunder ridge or canyon ridge with numbers we would run out of room i mean it's getting it's getting bigger yeah
0: yeah and then you're talking about practice times and practice facilities and yeah it's i mean just ask any swimmers how that goes it is Mm -hmm. Oh, it's crazy. You got, you got swimmers competing at like 1130 at night. Cause there's one pool and everybody's, you know, got to use mm-hmm. the same facilities, Brian. It's crazy. That's no, nuts. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's the question. Mark says Fruitland looks good. Uh, almost winning Raleigh lane. This is a couple weeks ago, obviously, but obviously has a three, a school ever won Raleigh lane off the top of my head. I can't think of a time, Brian, but I, that's why I lean on you guys yeah,
3: I can't think of a time either. I, I mean, we've had three teams historically that probably could have, like we've had three teams win the Tiger Grizz, um, you know, back in the nineties, Sugar Salem, Snake River, um, you know, pushed Tiger or one Tiger Grizz or, or pushed, but I don't know Raleigh. I can't think of a time. Somebody out there might know, but I can't think of a time.
0: Yeah. And then maybe in the chat, somebody can let us know um, for sure. But uh, and that kind of dovetails into Amy doesn't think Buell's getting enough love after all we had to listen to about how much better Fruitland is than Buell. A little disappointing. There wasn't a little more acknowledgement of that. And Buell still wasn't full strength. Amy, I don't know. I can't me personally. I picked Buell to win the 3A championship in the preseason. So I don't. It ain't coming from me, this Fruitland Talk. Now, I think we have to acknowledge that Fruitland performed exceptionally well at Raleigh Lane. I mean, they lost by half a point. Teams that typically do well at Raleigh Lane typically do well at State. But I got to be honest, I think we've given just as much praise to Buell this year as we have to Fruitland. But um, I don't know. You guys tell me, Al. What do you think about this?
1: Well, you know, Fruitland's top tier kids all performed well at that higher caliber tournament. But like we talked about, come to state because you have that second kid, it comes down to numbers. So it's a different dynamic. So I think Buell will be in the mix. I think it will equal each other out. Then it'll come down to who has those extra kids and bonus points. So yeah, we, we have to, we have to factor that in. It's a different, as you say, calculus.
0: For sure. Ned says that Buell beating Fruitland at Gooding is a great win, but the only team win that matters is at the state tournament. That's right,
1: Ned. That's right. Yep,
0: uh, we were talking about girls. You know, Nick says girls need to be split in half. You know, that's probably the next step is you know a split of a large school, small school, something like that, and then maybe enough for every classification. I think is eventually where we'll go. Lynn says can't say enough. Go post Falls. And speaking of North Idaho, Travis wants to know what matches are you interested in seeing at the North Idaho Rumble coming to Court Lane this weekend? Are there any that jump off? The top of the page to anybody? It's gonna Hoyt be a good feel.
3: Hoyt
2: versus the three A kids. Uh is Brunson healthy and is he gonna wrestle? Is Googleman healthy? Is he gonna wrestle? Mm-hmm. Can it, can they push Hoyt? That that's my first one.
0: Yeah, there's just so many question marks surrounding so many talented wrestlers, right? It is hard for sure, but There's going to be some good teams competing up there. I mean, you're going to get uh, East Valley coming over from Spokane, but additionally, you know, I'm just looking at the team list here. Uh, Pocatello.
1: I I know Rocky's going
0: there. Yep. Rocky Mountain. Mountain Home's going to be up there competing. Uh, You've got Valley View making the trip up. Uh, And then, of course, you've got all the North Idaho teams. Lewiston, Coeur d'Alene, Post Falls, Priest River, Sandpoint, Timberlake uh Gallatin High School from Bozeman, Montana is coming over. That'll be interesting too. So, um Caldwell's coming up also. Caldwell's going to be tough. Um good competition in American Falls, making the trip up there to the North Idaho Rumble also. It's going to be a lot of a lot of fun action there in lane Um okay, here's a shout out. Jake and Kenna, say how about Tri-Valley. They're a 1A D two school smallest you can get in the state of Idaho. I gave them a shout out, uh, way back at the start of the year, uh, among the best things that I saw, they went up and won the Andrew Beck Memorial tournament. That was a big accomplishment. Uh, and yeah, Tri Valley is a team that's like grace, uh, or, or the new Plymouth girls, right? They, they're small in numbers, but they're mighty in effort, Jacob.
2: Yeah. And, doesn't one A give away a state championship? Could be wrong. Chalice one or a few times. I believe Grace. They get a they get a banner for being the highest placing one A team in the two A division, right?
3: Yep, they do. So it's
2: that definitely, might definitely my pick.
0: Yes, it's it it down p- in the box. well well, yes yeah amy says best 1a team or highest scoring yes um and and yeah that 1a race is going to be fascinating because you've got clearwater valley who's pretty good from the north uh we talked about grace right they're a 1a uh you talk about tri valley uh coming over to compete glens ferry is a 1a they always seem to be really tough there's a lot of good 1a programs out there for sure
1: Well, if I Um, look at the Clearwater Classic, Clearwater was in seventh and Tri-Valley at 10th. So, I mean, they were in the mix at that term, top 10, which is pretty good.
0: Yep, for sure. Uh, Here's Garrett Vale. Let's go Minico. Hey, Garrett. I'm glad you keep coming back every week. (laughs) We got got a lifelong fan here. Uh, Alfonso says, how about all these 20-something young men coaching the next generation? I kind of like the assistant at Rigby, Brian.
3: Yeah, that assistant at Rigby. Rigby, uh, you know, Ramos, he's doing a good job there. It's, it's good to see Derek back in the state, uh, back from college, coaching there at Rigby. When I saw him at that first duel, I was excited to go talk to him. And I, I love that because in this sport, seeing all these guys come back after they're done with college. We talked about that the other week on this show is, you know, that that makes the programs around here so much better. So love seeing it
0: yep for sure here's a shout out from the 2a ranks eddie says go firth cougars uh you know we get so focused on ryrie up there in the nuke right the nuclear conference district six brian but there's some good athletes from firth uh north fremont's got some good kids too up there in district six
3: you know absolutely you know firth had a good showing at that what i think it was aberdeen's tournament the tiger brawl i think firth was in the top three I think or three or four there so you know they had some kids in the finals matches but definitely some wrestlers at Firth and they had a good showing this week at the Tiger Brawl
0: and that's what Amy wanted to know did the Tiger Brawl even get a <laughs> shout out just did <laughs> Aberdeen's a, a sneaky good that district Brian District 5 because we talk about Malad obviously and West Side. Soda mm-hmm. Springs has Bowen aberdeen's got tough kids too that's a good district down there district five also
1: yep nope it, is. it yeah, is who's aberdeen's 45 pounder jacob i mean what's his name uh he's uh, two times who's that hi I'm back he's
2: yeah he's right tough
1: now. he's yeah. a tough kid he wrestled
0: heck of a football player too uh for for aberdeen on the gridiron no doubt. Yeah. hey x says good afternoon fellas i don't know where you're at x but where i'm at it's night but no i'm just giving you x. brother hang <laughs> loose yep oh and uh bugsy says easton there's a uh, easton back too right from uh yeah from Esten. aberdeen Eston. Oh, there you go um Okay, uh, let's see. Kendra says, "How about the Price sisters, both on the podium at Tiger Grizz? Gracie at one hundred, Ava at one thirty-two.
3: Yep, super impressive. Again, that was one of the upsets in the night. Not, I don't know. You know, I'm not in the room. I don't know how close Gracie and Taylor Brown are, but that was you know fun to see team a little teammate on teammate violence, and and Gracie pulled it off. Super impressive.
0: Yep." For sure. That's awesome. All right. Hey, well, let's wrap up the conversation tonight with uh, where everybody is headed to compete this weekend. We've got the North Idaho rumble. We kind of already talked about up here in North Idaho, but where's everybody going this weekend? Uh, Miria says freshman Malia Garcia from new Plymouth. One to keep your eye on where's new Plymouth headed this weekend. Let us know in the chat. Uh, Al, you said Rocky mountain's coming up to Coeur d'Alene, right?
1: Going up North. Yeah. They're heading up North.
0: You making the trip person. with them? Say again. You making the trip with them?
1: Oh, not this weekend. Not this okay. weekend. And I think we our girls are going to Burley, or uh, I think Red Halverson. Yeah, yeah. You got That'd Halverson this weekend.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's the other big one, right? Red Halverson. Uh, yeah. Jacob, I'm sure that's where you're going to be glued into.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I will be. <laughs> we'll, we'll see some girls there.
3: Yeah, yeah. Who, 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 might be be in the building. Yeah, it'll be fun to see, you know, BK Minico both be there, kind of some foray, get some clarity in the foray races. So,
0: should be a good one. Yep. Uh, let's see. Miria says RD Brown Invitational in New Plymouth uh, taking place this week. Is that the uh, one where
1: you earned a pilgrim hat if you win it?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Is you know, that a
1: game? You get a pilgrim hat.
0: Is that a real thing, Al?
1: I think so. I see these kids <laughs> wearing a a pilgrim hat if they win it. Wow.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. Cool. Minico so like, better get the Spartan helmet now. <laughs> 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 yeah, that that would, be, that'd be that'd be
3: pretty sweet.
0: That would <laughs> be <laughs> epic. And uh, yeah, Garrett Garrett Vale from Minico says, "Yeah, Red Halverson is going to be good." Yeah, yeah, that's the understatement of the year. Uh, Zach wants to know: Will we see Exford and Burton round two at Halverson, Jacob?
2: I can speak for at least half of that. He'll be there. So hopefully that's one. That's one. <laughs> yeah, we should see
0: it. Yep. Um, it. Let's see. Travis says, uh, Al, the Pilgrim hats are retired. I'm oh, they are. So, Damn. Yep. A legacy. Um, Okay uh jake and kenna say the north south duels in kuski that's where clearwater valley is a uh, good head-to-head since the magic valley uh classic was canceled right that's wendell's big event that got wiped out by the weather a couple weeks ago that's a good 2a 1a so i'm glad to see some one-a teams going up to Kooski this weekend right there along the along the river get some good uh, action there um, Mark says the Jerome lady tigers are going to Burley. That seems to be the big girls meet this week out mm-hmm. over in Burley. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. Well, It is uh, just about an hour in the books, guys, which means uh, we have come to the end of another edition of the Idaho Matt Chat PrepCast. Big thanks to everybody uh, in the chat tonight for keeping it civil. You know, there's been a lot of things going on lately and everybody minding their P's and Q's. We really appreciate that because I don't want to go in and play comment police. I don't have time for that. So uh, thank you to everybody for contributing to the conversation as always. Al. Thanks for all that you do. And thanks for your latest uh, hidden gems of Idaho wrestling as well.
1: Appreciate that. I'm blessed to be here. Thank you. I love Idaho.
0: Jacob, thanks for hopping on tonight.
1: Of course. Of course.
0: And Brian, thanks for making us laugh with that shirt.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We'll see all you diehards next week. Hang loose, brother.
0: Sounds great. Hey, one last request, everybody, before you duck out for the night. If you could hit that like button one more time, share this when it's over. Everybody that wasn't here live tonight can then find the replay a little easier amongst all the social media activity going on. But thanks for tuning in to the Idaho Match Chat PrepCast, everybody. Travel safe to wherever you're going this weekend. Weather's still a little dicey out there. And enjoy the competition. We'll See you back here next Tuesday live at 8 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Pacific for another edition of the Idaho Matt Chat PrepCast here on idahosports.com.